everybody. This is Everett Shipman. Welcome to the Maximize Your Mind podcast, where we develop the mentality necessary to forge fitness and lifestyle to achieve anything that you want from life. And welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. I'm excited to be here. Fresh, fresh off of a Cowboys win on Thursday night football a couple of nights ago. That was an amazing, incredible, completely remarkable performance. The interesting thing, well, I can't even say interesting, but the exciting thing is this was one week where every day this week I was looking for Thursday. I woke up Monday, like, is it Thursday yet? Tuesday, is it Thursday? Wednesday, Thursday. It was just something in the air, something that that told me that this week was different. This was just a performance that was completely beyond what anybody thought, what anybody even imagined. However, I knew it was going to happen. Now, what I did not know is that the score would end up with New Orleans only getting 10 points like it, it, it like my expectation was Dallas would win Dallas would limit them maybe keep them under 20 points maybe under 24 we would come we would show up and edge them out in the end no way did I expect to keep them under 10 As a matter of fact this touchdown that they did have on the one drive it was because we kept uh we kept the drive alive Dumb penalties. But nevertheless, I'm not here to rub it in anyone's face and get too excited. But just know, Dallas is coming for everybody in the NFL. Dallas is coming for everybody. And people like to say, oh, you know, the offense and and Dak Prescott. Listen, Dak Prescott got sacked seven times, yes. He dropped the ball way too many times, fumbled way too many times but I'm believing that he can pull it together and improve over the next couple weeks get a little stronger and a little more confident with his throws down the field and a little more safe when he's back there in the pocket and securing the ball and if he could do those things we're definitely on the rise which I feel we are anyway I don't think any any offense wants to see us right now anybody all right anyhow Moving on, moving on to the subject of today. Today we're actually, so we're still talking about things that the fit and lean do. You know, some of the the kicks, the habits, the tricks, the secrets, okay? And this one key strategy that I'm going to be talking to you today will actually supercharge your fitness outside of the gym. Okay, we're not talking about inside the gym and and all of your, you know, and and whatever, you know, whatever your meal plan is that you're using to get into shape. I'm talking about the time outside of those hours. And it's a very important uh, thing to notice that fit and lean people, we are active outside of the gym. Okay, that's that that should be something that. Is recognized and something that if you've been struggling, if you've been having issues, that should be something that is a regular for you if it's not now. Okay, the ability to be active outside of the gym. All right. 
whether it's whether it's going up and down the stairs at your office or or at home instead of using the escalator or an elevator, whether it's um, instead of driving to work, maybe walking to work or riding your bike to work, uh, something that keeps you active and keeps your muscles and moving and allows you to uh, function physically, those should be the things that you should be increasing outside of the gym. Maybe it's playing with your kids more. Maybe it's um, you and your husband or you and your significant other, your partner uh, going out together, attacking a certain race or whatever. Okay. A few years ago, I actually started a trend with myself. I have grown to love fitness. However, I needed a way to sustain my fitness efforts, right? So I needed a way to make it count once I left the gym. And so most importantly, I needed a way to incentivize myself with fitness because uh, I I imagine you've been there, you know, where you've been to the gym, you've tried eating right, you've had some success maybe, maybe you didn't. Uh, but you started to lose motivation. You you lost your reason, your purpose for fitness. Yeah, I know everybody wants to, you know, you want to get healthy. You want to live long. You want to lose weight. You want to, um, you know, get rid of diabetes, improve or, or lower your blood pressure, all those sorts of things. But in the grind of things, in the everyday of things, that kind of gets lost as your activities become re- redundant in a sense. Right. And well, this is where I have found myself. A few years back and I was actually still regularly working out that was not really the problem it was that I wasn't making any type of real change physically from what I could see and even though I had somewhere in my mind wanted to get you know that that crisp definitive six-pack that was popping there was nice muscular square pectoral at, um, chest muscles um, I wasn't making that type of progress and I didn't have that type of routine going on. I feel I would feel pretty fit. I mean, I'm going to the gym regularly, so I'm feeling fit, but the physical change is stalled. Right. The problem with the routine, which is where I, uh, which is what I had to change, is that the routine gets old. Right. It gets uninspiring. It gets predictable. It lulls you into a stupor if you let it. And I. Remember trying to find the reason to increase my fitness in that moment, like to increase my vigor for training. Like, how can I make that passion come to where I can really get in and dig hard to create those results, those better results when all of a sudden it hit me? Right. And I decided in that moment that I would actually compete in a physical fitness event at least once every year. It didn't matter. Once a year, I had to do something that was a one. It had to be competitive. So it had to be either with others that I didn't know or something that I could invite people that I did know to be part of my team or part of my performance or part of this particular effort. Right. And I had to do that at least once a year, once in a calendar year. And this was back in 2015 when I started. And the first event that I ever competed in was a national physique event. And I remember getting started. I didn't want to, not because I didn't have some sort of desire to try and see what I could do. But to be quite frank, I didn't have it It, mentally. I I, I didn't feel confident in my ability to do it. And it and I remember one of my boys, one of my who eventually would be one of my trainers. He was trying to convince me and it was like, "Ah, no, I just I just could not fathom myself. Not only getting on stage for that, because understand I'm an actor and, and a, uh, a, you know, 
so I've been on stage before. I've taken speech classes and ministry training. So I know how to get on stage, how to get in front of people. But for this to be showing off physique, that was just I wasn't comfortable with it. And then it was a colleague who came in um, and we started working together. We were training and she had been familiar with events and getting into shows and had a lot of success and had had a lot of success with you know, other male trainers as well, and was able to convince me then at that time, let's go ahead and give it a shot. And so it was in Baltimore and I ended up with her and another, uh, her, my boy and another extra coach was about three coaches helping me to get on stage. And to be honest, I didn't place where I wanted this first go round. The first show I did, I actually didn't place at all. However, the results were there. I had changed my body a lot more significantly than I had at any point in time before. More importantly, I learned how to do it, which is key because I wanted to increase my experience as a trainer and as a fitness professional. I wanted to increase my experience in being able to help people transform their bodies, whether they were looking to put on weight to build mass or whether they're looking to come down. And so the experience of a show helped me to do both while at the same time giving me purpose to my fitness routines. I learned how to raise the stakes for myself. That's what the beauty of the event is. You you raise the stakes for yourself by getting into an event with other people where you're going to be judged, where you're going to be analyzed, where you're going to be competing, and you automatically raise the stakes for yourself. It creates the inspiration to go hard in the gym and then make the necessary sacrifices and changes to see the results because on the internal subconscious side of it, You don't want to underperform. You don't want to be judged. You don't want to be critiqued harshly. You don't want to fail, which is a very subconscious or psychological effect that competitive events have. The act of participating in a competition event, it pushes you to go beyond your watch this, your self-imposed limits and push hard because most of the limits we put on ourselves they're self-imposed. Uh, I, I, I didn't feel like I could do it. I, I really can't. I don't really have the body for it. I, I really, I'm not going to be able to, I'm not going to be able to lose the, the 10 pounds. I've been struggling with this for, for years. You know, I'm not going to be able to do it because I have this hormonal issue. My thyroid is, is messed up and it's, you know, all of these sorts of things we come up with are self-imposed limits. And the thing is, is when we meet those limits and we discover those limits, we use them. We use them because it makes sense to us why we shouldn't compete at this higher level, why we shouldn't expect more of ourselves. Because guess what? This is my limit. And I'm okay with that, because as long as I can get to my limit, I feel successful. The minute I attempt to participate in something outside of that limit or beyond that limit, now, all of a sudden, I don't seem as successful. I feel more of a failure because it is something I can not do, something I have not performed before. But that's the beauty of it. You get into it. My first show, I had never been in it before. I never did. And all of these thoughts, understand, are what plagued me. It's what it's what had me feeling like, I just won't be able to compete successfully. But because I did, 
Because I decided to participate, all of a sudden now, I'm coming to the gym with a purpose. I eat my meals with a strategy. I'm, I'm now hyper-conscious of my body, my routine, my life. Uh, there's something about this competition that as humans, we do better automatically. And that is the key, right? If you want to improve in anything, get competitive. And I'm going to say that again because it's actually super important. It's one of the huge keys and that is, if you want to improve in anything, get competitive. So every year, I make it my mission to engage in one competitive event at a minimum. Now, you can always do more. I suggest that you do. But definitely start with one. It's manageable and it's something that anyone can do. I don't like marathons. But maybe you could do a half marathon. Maybe you could do a 10K. Maybe you can do a 5K. There are so many different things that you could do to place yourself within an event that's competitive, an event with other athletes, non-athletes, other regular people, other, you know, people who are just looking for something to do or wanting to add something extra. That is perfect. Now, in 2015, was the first event that I actually did or the first year I actually committed to doing one event and it was an obstacle course. I did the Spartan Super, which ended up being about eight or nine miles long. It was a lot of hills. It was a wintergreen resort in Virginia. Uh, it took about an hour and a half, two hours to get there. Um, it was almost an all-day event. Started getting cool towards the evening. Um, had a lot of different events. Some I was better in than others. And there was consequences for not doing events. So it caused you to really push. I passed several people along the mountains who, you know, people were just sitting there camped out. One guy took a nap. And my whole goal with it being my first event, and it's something I want to share you, with you too as well, was to just compete. And just complete. That's it. Compete and complete. So enter the competition and then just just resolve to finish it. For starters, just resolve to finish it. Don't worry about going in and placing first and second. That will come. That will come. There's much there's plenty of time down the road, plenty of months. I mean, because you don't have to do just one event a year. You can do multiple events. So if this is your first time or if this is something you're concerned about or something that you're hesitant about, just focus on completing one. Just focus on completing one and getting to the end, regardless of where you place or how well you do. Now, that might seem counterintuitive for those who want to win. And, you know, we always talk about winning. But before you win. You may have to lose. You may have to get some cuts and some bruises, and that's OK. But if you get into one of these events and you especially bring somebody with you, a friend, a colleague, a partner, a family member, then now you'll have fun while you're doing it. So in 2015, I did my first obstacle course, the Spartan Super. 2016, I did my first physique show. 2017, I did more physique shows. This year, 2018, I joined the flag football league. So I was playing flag football every week, once a week, getting out there, running around, zipping around. Loved it. Next year, 
2019, I hope to qualify and compete on American Ninja Warrior. So each year, I set my sights on one main competitive event. Now, I will likely do more each year, but targeting one gives me that manageable objective to strive for, which is what I want for you. It builds the purpose and passion into my daily fitness efforts so that I always make the most progress towards my fitness goals. All right. Now, events are local, regardless of where you live. Even if you're uncertain of your ability to perform well, you've got to make it happen. My first Spartan race was a letdown in a sense, right? As a fitness professional, it was disappointing to finish where I did, in my opinion. I placed around the 52% mark when I looked at the website once they posted it. And it took me about five and a half hours to complete, but I finished it. And that was my goal. It helped me to stay committed to my fitness ahead of the event. So find you a local event. Heck, find one that's not local if you love to travel. That can be an added incentive. Being able to travel and depending on where, you know, like Miami has a lot of triathlons throughout the year. That's a great place to go for a vacation. It's a great place to go for, for, you know, if you want to enter into a triathlon. But it's also a great place to go to, you know, show off your physique if that's something you want to do. So that right there, three huge bonuses that gives you the opportunity and a place to really compete and get yourself into your best shape possible. It could be, it doesn't matter what it is. It could be a triathlon. It could be a marathon, a 5K, an obstacle course, anything of your choosing. It can even be a gymnastics class or a salsa class. I've had clients before who even use pole dancing to get their fitness in. Whatever it takes, make your fitness competitive. It will increase your efforts. It will amplify your results. It will motivate you to go above and beyond to get it done. And on a psychological level, you will not want to fail yourself or fail the opinion of others. Right. Fitness is the vehicle to achieve anything you want from life. All right. So get fit. Stay fit. Be fit. And I'll talk to you guys on the next episode.